Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. I'm really excited for today's episode because we get to talk about donor advised funds, which is one of my favorite planning topics. They're my favorite planning topics because not many people have heard of them, and there's a lot of opportunity to make your charitable giving much more tax efficient and simplify it. So let's get into it. Have you ever wondered if there was a better way to give? Do you get tired of tracking receipts, writing checks, and inputting credit card information on charity websites? I know I did. $100 here, $50 there, and by the end of the year, I'm trying to remember and track down the charities I donated to. A donor advised fund can help. A donor advised fund is a way to simplify and potentially make your giving more tax efficient. Plus, it could save you time and avoid the hassle of tracking receipts at tax time to claim tax deductions. I'll cover what a donor advised fund is, what types of investments you can contribute to it, the tax benefits, how to decide how much to contribute to a donor advised fund, and I'll end with a hypothetical case study of how someone could use it. So, what is a donor advised fund? A donor advised fund is like an investment account, but withdrawals can only be made to charities. A donor advised fund is an account with a public charity where you can contribute cash, investments, or other assets. You can take an immediate tax deduction for those contributions, and the funds can be invested for tax-free growth. Then, you can recommend grants to IRS-qualified public charities. Donor advised funds are particularly appealing because you can contribute highly appreciated investments held longer than a year and avoid having to recognize the long-term capital gain on that investment. By contributing the investment to the donor advised fund, you avoid having to pay the capital gains tax, and then when it isn't sold inside the fund, it is sheltered from taxation. I'll explain a little bit later what that means. So where can you open a donor advised fund? There are many sponsoring organizations, such as Schwab Charitable, Fidelity Charitable, and Vanguard Charitable. Each of these are a 501c3 public charity, which means contributions to the accounts are considered charitable donations. What can you contribute to a donor advised fund? You can contribute a wide variety of assets to a donor advised fund. Ultimately, it's up to the sponsoring organization to decide which assets they will accept, but it's much more than cash and stocks. For example, you can contribute publicly traded securities such as stocks, bonds, ETFs, and mutual funds, real estate, privately held business interests, fine art, cash, collectibles, IPO stock, restricted stock, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, oil and gas royalty interests. There's a lot you can contribute. While you can contribute cash, it's usually one of the least tax efficient ways to give. If you have assets that have been held longer than a year and have appreciated in value, it's normally better to contribute one of those assets because you may need to sell it one day, which would recognize the capital gain. For example, if you have an asset worth $100, doesn't matter the asset, stock, real estate, business interest, etc., that you bought for $10, you have a $90 capital gain. At some point in the future, you may need to sell that asset to support your living expenses, 
instead of giving cash and then selling that asset in the future, it would normally be better to donate the asset, avoid the $90 capital gain, again, assuming it's long-term, and use the cash for living expenses. What are the tax benefits of using a donor-advised fund? The tax benefits of using a donor-advised fund are similar to the tax benefits you would receive donating to any other charity. You get an immediate tax deduction for the full market value for any long-term investments. Long-term versus short-term. The long-term part of that is very crucial. If you donate an asset held less than a year, it is considered short-term, and you can only deduct the cost basis or what you paid for it. For example, the example from earlier, if you donated an asset worth $100 that you paid $10 for, but you held it for 365 days or less, you can only deduct $10, not $100. If you waited until you owned it for more than a year, then you can deduct the fair market value on the date of the donation. What about tax deduction limits? For those who are very charitably inclined or have lower incomes, it's important to be aware of the tax deduction limits. If you're giving cash, you can only deduct up to 60% of your adjusted gross income or AGI. If you're giving stock or real property, you can only deduct up to 30% of your AGI. For example, if your AGI is $100,000, you can only deduct up to $60,000 worth of cash donations. If you're donating stock or real property, you can only deduct up to 30,000. If you contribute more and are unable to deduct the full amount in the current year, you can carry over the unused amount to deduct for up to five years. If you haven't used the full deduction in the five years, you lose the remaining amount. It doesn't carry forward, unfortunately. Bunching donations is a popular charitable giving strategy when using a donor advised fund. Many people have a normal giving cadence. For example, they might contribute $5,000 per year to various charities pretty consistently. Unfortunately, with a higher standard deduction, they may not be able to itemize their tax deductions and they likely wouldn't feel comfortable giving five years worth of gifting or $25,000 in a single year to potentially itemize their tax deductions. But with a donor advised fund, they could give $25,000 to the donor advised fund and then continue giving $5,000 per year to charities as they normally would. The benefit of this strategy is they can deduct the full $25,000 in the current year, assuming they're within the AGI limitations, and they can give the $5,000 as they normally would to various charities. I'll talk about that a little bit later when I go into a hypothetical case study. So how do you decide how much to contribute to a donor advised fund? That's one of the more common questions I get. How, do, how, how much should I contribute to a donor advised fund? And the answer is not simple. It depends on the tax situation and people's comfort level with gifting higher amounts. Some people give a year's worth of gifting. I've seen others make a donation that may cover their lifetime and potentially multiple generations. Both have worked. One general rule of thumb that I've seen with other people is five to 10 years worth of charitable giving. I've found most people are not comfortable giving more than five to 10 years worth of charitable gifts in a single year. For example, if someone gives $5,000 per year, they may not want to give more than 25,000 to 50,000 to a donor advised fund in a single year. However, there's nothing special about the five to 10 years worth of charitable giving. It's okay to give more. I find most people can wrap their heads around this amount and it's not too far into the future to make it uncomfortable. Don't forget to take into account deduction limits and how much you can itemize on your tax return. A better way to decide is to look at your own tax rate today and compare it to your estimated tax rate in the future. For example, if you're in a particularly high tax bracket today because of a Roth conversion, deferred compensation payout, or other income, and maybe you're in the highest tax bracket you'll ever estimate you'll be in. Let's say you're in this 37% tax bracket today and estimate in the future you'll be in the 22% bracket. 
In this situation, it's far more beneficial to take a tax deduction at 37% today than it is in the 22% tax bracket in the future. If you contributed $50,000 to a charity today and your marginal tax bracket is 37%, that is a tax savings of $18,500. If you contributed that same $50,000 to charity in the future and your marginal tax bracket was only 22%, that's only a tax savings of $11,000. That's a difference of $7,500 in tax savings. It makes more sense to use a donor advised fund when you're in a higher tax bracket. They can even be used by coordinating the bunching strategy with the Roth conversion to help reduce your taxes while shifting part of your portfolio to grow tax-free. Let's take a look at a hypothetical case study using a donor advised fund. Ann and Oliver give about $5,000 per year to 20 different charities. They enjoy giving to charity, but find tracking 20 different donations to be a big hassle. Plus, they're giving cash, and they heard from their friend that they should look into giving highly appreciated investments. They started a brokerage account more than a decade ago, and most positions have significant gains with the strong market growth of the past decade. Their house is paid off, which means they don't have any mortgage interest to deduct. They have about $10,000 worth of state and local taxes they can deduct. Combined with charitable giving, they only have about $15,000 worth of itemized deductions, which is not larger than the standard deduction of $28,700 for two people over the age of 65 in 2022. This means they are not receiving any tax benefit for their charitable giving. While they give for the sake of giving and not for the tax benefit, they learn they may be able to use a donor advised fund to get a tax deduction for their charitable giving. So they decide to set up a donor advised fund. After learning more, they decide that they're going to fund a donor advised fund with 10 years worth of gifting or $50,000. Instead of selling investments with capital gains, paying the tax, and then contributing cash, they decide to fund the donor advised fund with highly appreciated investments that have been held longer than a year. Once they fund the account, the investments are sold and no capital gains taxes are due because the investments were sold inside the charitable account. Once sold, they also selected the option to have the proceeds invested into a globally diversified portfolio. They want to invest the funds because they have a 10-year time frame and are comfortable taking some stock market risk to grow the funds, which will allow them to give more over time. Going forward, they can log into their account and make a grant recommendation to 20 charities they normally support. It's as easy as a few clicks and the sponsoring organization issues a check to the charity. They don't need to track receipts or how much they're giving. So what's the tax benefit to them? Because they gave $50,000 worth of charitable contributions and have $10,000 worth of state and local taxes, their total itemized deductions are $60,000. They now have enough itemized deductions to not claim the standard deduction. Finally, they're receiving a tax benefit for their charitable giving. Plus, they avoided the large capital gain. The original investments had a cost basis of $10,000, which means they would have had a $40,000 capital gain if they had sold them. They estimate they would have paid 18.3% on the capital gains, which is comprised of a 15% capital gains tax plus 3.8% surtax on net investment income, which means they would have paid $7,320 in capital gains taxes um, had they sold the investments. They're also proactively doing Roth conversions to the top of the 24% tax bracket because they estimate they will be in the 28% tax bracket in 2026 when tax rates revert to 2017 levels adjusted for inflation, assuming no other legislation takes place between now and then. And the 2017 tax rates are higher than the current tax rates. Since they have higher itemized deductions this year from the bunching of charitable contributions, they decide to do an even larger Roth conversion to fully use up the donor advised fund contribution and maximize the 24% bracket. 
Their gross income for 2022 is around $400,000, and they haven't gone higher than the 24% marginal tax bracket. Normally, the extra Roth conversion would have bumped them into the 32% bracket, which meant they were saving taxes at a marginal rate of 32%. This means they saved an estimated $16,000 in taxes from the donor-advised fund contribution. What are the estimated results here? Well, Ann and Oliver appreciated their new charitable giving strategy. They were able to itemize their tax deductions in the year that they set up the donor-advised fund, do a larger Roth conversion than originally planned to shift more of their portfolio into growing tax-free, avoid capital gains taxes on the shares donated to the donor-advised fund, stop tracking 20 donations per year because they only had to track money going into the donor-advised fund, not when grants were made to the charities from it, support the same charities as they had been supporting, invest the donor-advised fund, which allows them to give more to charity as their account grows. Donor advised funds don't make sense for everyone, but for people who normally give to charity and have appreciated investments, it's worth considering. For Ann and Oliver, they saved on taxes, simplified their giving, and were able to coordinate it with a Roth conversion tax strategy to likely reduce their future tax burden. So here are my final thoughts and a question for you to act on. Donor advised funds are an excellent tool to organize, simplify, and potentially make your charitable giving more tax efficient. Opening a donor advised fund is a normally a fairly easy process and can be opened with no minimums with some sponsoring organizations. The administrative fees are reasonable. It's often 0.6% of the account value or $100 annually, whichever is greater. And the donor advised funds can accept a wide variety of investments. With market growth over the past decade, many people have, high, have had highly appreciated investments that would be an excellent source of giving instead of cash, checks, or credit cards. As with any financial planning or tax strategy, it is important to analyze your own situation, run mock tax projections, and determine if contributing to a donor-advised fund would be beneficial in your situation. They're also a great strategy to use in coordination with other tax planning strategies, such as Roth conversions. And I'll leave you with one question to act on. What step will you take to decide if a donor-advised fund is right for you? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication, and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.